Get your toe. Believe me. There are ways, dude. You don't want to know about it. Believe me. Until I get your toe by 3 o'clock this afternoon with the applause. I'm going to get my chair. anything oh good because <laughs> i just queefed big time What up? Welcome back to Uncle Rod's Story Corner. It's me, Narado, aka Rod for short. How you feeling? How you looking? Are you sleeping enough? Are you eating enough? Are you pooping enough? Right now, I'm rocking the Winnie the Pooh look. It's a black t-shirt and some gray Adidas slides. You feel me? Fuck with it. I want to send a shout out to all the international listeners. Last time I told you we were in Ireland and Israel. Now we're in Germany, Canada, the United Kingdom, and New Zealand. Shout out to the Kiwis. Anyway, this is going to be part two of the Stinkhole Lounge. I'm going to sit down with my main man, Joe Kelly. And we talked for a long time, so by the time we get to part two, we are both very much fucked up and very much out of our minds. So please, uh, sit back, relax, listen, and enjoy. Don't forget to like, rate, review, subscribe to the podcast, and share it with everybody you know. See you shortly. Alright folks, welcome back to Uncle Rod's Story Corner. It's time for the Norm Report, where we talk to a normal person, aka a non-comedian. This is a woman I met on Twitter years ago, and we've been talking for a long time, and I've been finding out some interesting things about her before we started recording. Maybe we'll get into that too. Um... I don't know what she does for a living. She she won't really tell me. She's lying to me right now. But she's she's out on the West Coast. She's in the Bay Area. Please welcome to the show Cinnamon Sticks, aka Sticks, uh, aka the Vice Mayor's daughter. She's got a lot going on. Well, welcome Sticks to the show. Woo! <laughs> How's Thank it going? you. It's gone. You know, it's gone. Quarantine. You know. How is your quarantine? You know, I could complain, and I will, but, uh, <laughs> I mean, it 
could be worse. So, like, basically, as soon as quarantine started, like, I didn't lose my job, but I basically don't have a job to do because I work in the law and I do trials. Mm -hmm. And then all the trials just stop because you can't have a jury, obviously. So, I've just kind of been at home, like, sheltering in place. Um, Yeah, like, catching up on Netflix, catching up on HBO, trying to find, like, new hobbies, new things to do to fill my time. Do you have a side job as a chef? Because you're always cooking up some real good, <laughs> extravagant meals on Twitter. No, but my mother went to culinary school, so she taught me how to cook and to host. So I like to put together like parties, like people come over, and if you come over, like I'm gonna make you something like really nice. And then I like to eat nice stuff. Like I like to go to nice restaurants and eat interesting things. And I'm also cheap, so I go somewhere. And I'm like, oh, that sounds really good. How can I make this at home for like a third of the price? Right? <laughs> I wonder how this would taste with ramen. <laughs> well, I feel okay. I'm like, you know, trying to like, classy, you know, I don't want to take it too far down. <laughs> Not too cheap. <laughs> Getting the oodles and noodles with the shrimp no, already. No, no. Ne- uh, never that, never that. Never up that. and down. <laughs> like, why buy shrimp and rigatoni? <laughs> this is noodles and shrimp. No, it, it, it never gets that bad. <laughs> it never gets that bad. And when you can cook, you can, you know, make like really good meals out of like, Five dollars, so you don't have to do the noodles and noodles and that kind of thing. Well, good deal. So, what has uh, what has COVID done to your dating life? Oh, it's non-existent. It's not a thing. <laughs> <laughs> and I played myself because I was one of those fools that thought, like, oh, I mean, I know Americans are selfish and self-centered, but they'll shelter in place. We'll be done with this, and you know, two months we'll be back out into the world. Psych. So had I realized we were going to be down so long, I would have got a quarantine bay. And I didn't realize I needed to do that until it was too late. <laughs> and now everybody's already quarantine bayed up. And I'm like, damn. And I'm not going to like meet a new person in the middle of COVID so I can You didn't already COVID. have somebody set and ready to go? No, so I wasn't like dating and dating. Like, you know, you have like one or two people in rotation that you can kind of like call, like whatever, like that. And so that's very low. You're in the ninth grade. <laughs> well, no, I mean, if you already got a rotation, like there's no need to just be out and about and doing the most. And for me, like right before COVID happened, I was already like in the middle of a trial. I'm mean, working 13 hour days, six days a week. I already just wasn't out and about like doing anything. And so, you know, you know, once a month, you kind of call somebody, you do a little thing. And, and like when you're like busy like that, that's fine. But had I known I would have locked it down. <laughs> I was a fool, but it's fine. It's fine. You heathens and your bays. <laughs> right. See, somebody like me, I've been celibate for 11 years now. Allegedly. Mm-hmm. So, it's not that bad. It's not that bad for me. I'm used to it. Listen, you say that all the time on Twitter, and I thought this was just like a long-running joke. <laughs> so now I'm like confused. I'm like, is this podcast humor? Are we speaking the truth? <laughs> What's happening? I have been celibate for 11 years, but nobody ever believes me. I don't know why. No, because that's not a thing. <laughs> celibacy is a, <laughs> is a thing. Celibacy is like a six month thing when you're like, oh, everybody I dated is trash. I'm gonna like be celibate so I can like find myself. That's not like an eleven year 
like journey. I'm not a sophomore in college. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't experience emotions like that. <laughs> no, I've you know, been it's, selling it's it rough. for 11 years and uh, since 2009, since I started doing comedy. And I broke up with my last girlfriend. And I have been not saving myself for marriage, but I am saving myself for something special. Yeah. And I see all the trouble sex causes everybody on the internet, and I'm like, yeah, I got to stay away from that. So I don't have sex at all, and I most definitely do not fox my followers. <laughs> yeah, foxing your followers is definitely a risky, risky, risky game. Unless you like already kind of have mutual friends outside of Twitter. So you see I'm like putting a caveat for myself. Like, if you already kind of know... <laughs> other people outside i think that's fine but just stranger like oh i like your tweets i like your av let's like connect no that's not a thing because then it gets messy now your business <laughs> on the timeline you're on the jumbotron and that's not cute i've never used the same cell phone tower as a girl that has a twitter <laughs> I, don't, I don't go near them at all <laughs> Yeah, I've seen it happen to, like, close friends of mine who are popular on Twitter, and they're, like, dating people, and then, you know, you get online, you're like, ooh, ooh, well, who's everybody, <laughs> who are they talking about? And you're like, oh, that's one of my close personal friends, yikes. So, I've learned from other people's mistakes. It is absolutely despicable. <laughs> <laughs> how, many, how many followers have you foxed? Well, 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 well. <laughs> I mean, one is a technicality, but two. But one was like a whole relationship. (laughs) No, like, before we saw each other on Twitter, a mutual friend had already said, oh, you guys should, like, talk to each other. I think you guys would be a thing. Then we started following each other on Twitter as a way to just casually, you know, try to see what the other person was about. So, technically, I wouldn't consider that I met that person on Twitter. Yeah, he but we ended up, but yeah, but we ended up having like a whole relationship like for a bunch of years. So you know, yeah. Jesus, I do. I talked about church years ago. So I think that's out. Why don't you slide into the Lord's DMs. <laughs> that's okay. That's all right. Jesus, it takes you right back. You know, sometimes you want a little mystery. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You want to talk mysteries? Let's talk about a man born half God who died after the crucifixion and was risen three days later. It doesn't get more mysterious than that. I don't think I want to like date Jesus. I think I want Jesus to be like your party friend. Like you know, like you ever been like partying and you like run out of liquor and you're like, oh, we're already drunk, so I'm gonna get the liquor. But like he's there, you just got like wine all the time. So I think like Jesus is like a party friend. Somebody- Jesus would be awesome. Like he could put like his he could put his his stick model holes up against your <laughs> that then, might be hot that push, might be hot push one of your dildos through his hands <laughs> you know, I bet you if we looked online we would find a video like that <laughs> now I know what I'm doing tonight working so. <laughs> that up so how um. You're on the West Coast in California, so it's a corona hotbed. It's battling tooth and nail with Florida and Texas for most cases in a day, most cases in a week, a month, even deaths. Uh, how are you How are you feeling about y'all's chances to, to be number one in the AP polls this year? 
Well, you know, actually, if we're California is a huge state with like forty plus million people. So when you compare that to Florida, like no, they're they're wilding over there. So you know, California is huge. So where I live, I'm not really worried about it. Now, if I was down in like SoCal in LA, I would be like, oh my god. But up her, here, her capital that. is going buck wild and so it's crazy. <laughs> well, because they, you know, if you move to SoCal to be an Instagram thought, it's really hard to not go out. And that's like the you know the currency there is like the social currency. So if there's a party going on, like they can't miss it. Like they have to go out. Like my sister lives there. A bunch of my friends. And she's always like, oh, my friend's having a hookah party. They're going to... I'm like, hookah? Hookah? Wow. So, they're wilding out there. They might as well just be spitting in each other's mouths if they're sharing hookah pipes. They're probably doing that, too. You know, I, I'm not here to kink shame. I mean, I ain't, but... mad, I ain't mad at the <laughs> <laughs> not, not like that. Like, I feel like if you're going to risk getting COVID, at least do some fucking... But I mean, they're doing that too. I mean, they're doing it all. I, I want to be very clear. Swapping saliva with somebody through a yeah. hookah pipe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just but I, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like that might even be worse because it's like a popping party might come around once every whatever. You can have sex anytime. So don't catch the corona for some dick you can have three months from now. Like, to me, that's not that serious. So you would rather catch corona partying than doing some flat back fucking. Not just general partying, but you ever, like, you can think if you close your eyes, think of, like, two or three just awesome parties that you went to in your life. Just, like, some of the best nights of your life. And sometimes, you know. (laughs) (laughs) That's what made them so amazing. This is pre-2009. This is pre-2009. Of course. Sure, 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 sure. Sure. (laughs) Stick to it. So how are you? How are you passing your time? You're you're cook. You're staying in. You can't work. Staying. So I mean, not working. You're not. And I probably could be working now, but I'm just not not doing well. Not other people, but um. Yeah. Um. So all the batteries in Walmart. Oh, no, no, no. That's why amateurs. Batteries, that's crazy. Oh, you got that plug um, in. Can't <laughs> you, got, you got plug in, rechargeable, you know, something like that. that you can't play, play around with that. <laughs> 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 right, pull like a lawnmower, you know, something like that. But, <laughs> no, I mean, when I first started the quarantine, I was just catching up on all the shows, you know, watching Tiger King, you know, doing everything that everybody else was doing, Love is Blind. And then at a certain point, you're like, okay, I can only watch so much 90 Day Fiance or whatever. So <laughs> so I'm like, okay. So now I am into politics. So that takes up a lot of time because, you know, every single day there's something going on. So at the beginning of the quarantine, we were still in, you know, primary season. So every day, like I watch the majority report. It's my go-to political show. So that's like a three-hour show every day on YouTube. So by the time you deal with whatever Trump was doing or Steve Mnuchin or whatever – Nancy Pelosi is not doing. That's half your day right there. So thumbs up or thumb down high. on Gavin Newsom. Oh, Gavin! Gavin! I was bragging about Gavin Newsom. I was so proud of Gavin Newsom at the beginning of the quarantine. I'm like, yes, that's it. Do that every time. <laughs> and then the the crazy people in the Orange County were like, we want to go to the beach, even though we all have private pools. And he just like buckled to this like conservative voice 
in in California. In Orange County, and now, yeah, <laughs> and now it's just and now we're just out of control, and so it just is what it is. So I'm disappointed that he didn't stick to his guns. It could be worse. Being loved and being hated from week to week. Well, I mean, that's both politicians, right? And I think people who are really like plugged in, those of us who are really plugged in, just hate everybody like year round. So you're like, like, okay, they did one good thing, but I I forgot what you did last summer. Like, they always like something going on. But it could be worse. We could be like have DeSantis or Kemp or one of those other terrible governors. Like every time I see Gavin Newsom. He spends a week doing some of the greatest coronavirus response work of all times, yeah. and then the very next week he's like fucking the he's like the governor of fucking Ohio or some shit. It's just always it's like, dude, you were doing so well. Yeah. People wanted yeah. you to be president at one point in time, and now yes. now they want you yes. out of office. And he just keeps flipping yes. back and forth because he's charismatic. He's very good looking, you know, and, and he has his finger on the pulse. Like, he's been doing some amazing things, like, just, and not just with the coronavirus, just all these kind of amazing progressive things. And so we're always like, yes, 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 yes. And then he goes and pulls this stuff, and I'm just like, Gavin. But if he turns it around, I'll be back to praising his name. Because, I mean, it's about as good as we're going to really, really get here in California. I say bring Brent get Gray Davis. <laughs> oh, Gray. <laughs> and he did. That was crazy. That was one of those memes where, like, just smoking a cigarette, like, Gray Davis, haven't heard that name in a while. Like, he brought him back, like, all these other past governors to discuss, like, coronavirus response at the beginning of the pandemic. And I was like, Gray Davis, is he still alive? Like, what's happening? I loved Gray Davis. I just like the name. <laughs> I like the name? I just like that his name's Gray. <laughs> I feel like I was so young when he got recalled. And I was like, I didn't know you could just like tell the governor, like, yeah, we're done with all Get that. Out. <laughs> Get out, baby. Now, I'm sure you had a, you do a lot of uh, international traveling. You're a traveler, so I'm sure I, I do. I'm sure that has been uh, very hard on you for the summer season. <laughs> I try not to think about it anymore. It's such like a first world problem, right? To be like, oh, I didn't get to go to Paris this year. Oh, the coronavirus sucks so much. Like people are like losing like their homes and like their loved ones and like their own life. And I'm just like, oh. So I was supposed to spend the entire month of May in Barcelona. And obviously that didn't happen. So I was bummed about that. But like I said, that's a first world problem. You it know, really so sucks I, for travelers because, like, now we're yeah. in a situation where our airports are open again, but nobody will let us in their country. Yeah. <laughs> <Not> even Mexico. <laughs> They're like, oh, sweetie, we're definitely building that wall now. It's <laughs> the, <laughs> the hugest irony on earth that, like, we used to be able to cross their border illegally with no problems, and, like, now Mexico's like, no yeah. Americans. <laughs> And I don't blame them. Like, all these countries are like, oh, sweetie, not you guys. Like, y'all got to stay up over there. So our passports are, like, worth absolutely, like, not a... There's, like, five countries you could go to, and I would never go to any of those countries. So I'm just saying <laughs> that. But even if, even if they did open up the borders, I'm not going. Like, I, if I'm going to trade all that money to go overseas, I want all the restaurants open. I want all the clubs open. I want everything open, you know? Somalia? Come on, man. <laughs> you know, I went last year, and I feel like that was enough. Now you said when you when you said when you travel like that you like to find the seedy underbelly of these people's society. I like so when I go to a place I want to see how the local people live. 
It's like I always stay in an Airbnb, unless you're in London. They were saying Airbnb in London. But unless I'm in London, I always stay in an Airbnb. And I want the Airbnb, like I'm in Paris, I wanted to have a Parisian look, like wherever I am, I want it to be like that style. I want to eat like the commoners. And then, you know, you want to also see how, like you said, the seedy underbelly is living. Like, like the if they have some cool look at popping. Marie like, over here. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, like, people go to, like, I heard people say, like, I had the worst, the Where worst, are the slow girls in like, tonight, my lord. <laughs> <laughs> no, the regular. <laughs> that did sound like Hoyt Tony. That's not what I mean. I mean, I don't want to eat at, like, you know, these. St- like stuff for tourists. I want to eat what the regular people are eating. I want to eat like what, what a local person is like. Oh, oh, here's this hole in the wall, or here's this really good place to get a baguette, or this really whatever. But if you're eating next to the Eiffel Tower, you're eating next to the Louvre. Of course, the food is trash. It's geared toward your trash American ass. So you know, if you're in that. England, the best thing you can do is eat what the tourists eat because somehow those people, <laughs> those people conquered the entire world and never brought a. <laughs> Which is weird because apparently they were always in search of spices. I don't get it. But they, and I think they, they just cannot did. cook for shit. I've never eaten more fast food in my life. That I think I've probably <laughs> spent a total of five weeks in London between the two visits I've had to England. And I've never eaten more fast food in my life. The first morning when somebody tried to serve me quote unquote <laughs> biscuits. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Covered in pork and beans and with a fucking <laughs> fish head. I was like, I'm not uh-huh. eating this shit. Where the fuck is McDonald's? <laughs> are you, are you no beans on toast for you. What year is this? <laughs> <laughs> no black pudding. Little blood, blood sausage in the morning. No, but they do have an amazing uh, seedy underbelly around there. Uh, the first time I went to London. I uh, went to this underground club one night, and I saw a woman get fucked by a Dalmatian. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, so when I said seedy underbelly, I wasn't venturing into bestiality. I draw the line. You got you gonna get down <laughs> in the dirt, you gotta get down in the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm interested in how the human beings are getting down. <laughs> we went through a tunnel that looked like uh, where Jack the Ripper had his hangout. And, uh, it probably was. And then we went through a big old ass wooden door into this full blown nightclub. It was a nice, wow. nice little. I thought it was a little burlesque happening in the beginning. <laughs> and then next thing I know, it was one hundred and one hung Dalmatians popping. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Wow! Dalmatian the size of a horse too. Those things can get big. Wow! Well, the bill is wilding. That's it great. Was, it was interesting. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think I think I would have made my exit. Uh, <laughs> like, oh, is that the queen calling? I gotta go. Come on, man, I you gotta take in the culture. I didn't want to be in. Insen- yeah. I didn't want to be an insensitive Arab sure, American. Sure, 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 sure. So I watched it. exactly. He came. Too. <laughs> I, like, it I mean, it wasn't an exhibition. That's guaranteed, baby. It was the championship. <laughs> they weren't playing games. Like she didn't let him lick a little peanut butter and hump two times and got off the stage. No, he he came. He didn't pull out. Well, he wants to get his money's worth, so he didn't didn't pull out. I watched dog semen drip out of a woman's vagina. I can't believe this is the conversation I'm having. (laughs) 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 That's awful. This is pull out games week, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what what year was this? This, this was is like a... 2006. 
that poor dog. <laughs> second trip. It was my second trip to England. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was a rocking good time. <laughs> you know, that's not exactly how I'm spending my time overseas. You We're having a slightly different uh, trip. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm getting to have a high tea. It's not going to be in the Zaggots, okay? It's not going to no, be in the Zaggots. No, no, no. <laughs> It might be, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sound like that might be some kind of like banned list of criminal activity. <laughs> I don't know how the law works over there. It might like that guy, you know, he's from like Seattle or somewhere in Washington or Oregon. Like that guy who kept like fucking that horse and he got caught before. <laughs> yeah, and then like finally, caught. like he died because the horse like fucked him to death. And I it was just like that. Did you ever see that video? No, 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 no and he was holding the horse dick at a certain point so it couldn't go in so far. And I guess that thing oh got a little God. too greasy for him. And uh, he oh lost his God. grip and that horse stuck his whole dick in old boy. And, oh! Yeah. I think the moral of the story is like, let's stick to consensual sexual acts. I'm not, I don't mean to imply that the horse raped him. <laughs> no, well, no, I'm just saying like an animal can't get sick, so let's all leave animals alone. <laughs> Let's all leave underage people alone. Let's just all stick to what can to only be considered consensual. <laughs> I don't know that a horse was like, hey, if you Steve, in, come over here. As far, as far as I know about the way the law works with sexual assault, <laughs> if you're the one doing the penetrating and you're on top, I don't think you're being, you're being raped. <laughs> and I think old, old boy, poor animals. Down, he brought a friend. But his his yeah, that does seem to be a thing that was like hot back in the day. But like, I feel like we're moving beyond <laughs> that being so hot in the streets. Thank, thank the Lord. Thankfully, we've moved past that hot trend. Yeah, because now you could just buy horse dildos. Right. But or like Yoda. Places you know, all kind of things. <laughs> I mean, I mean. Listen, I won't, I, I'm not going to try to shame the love between a man and a horse. I don't know their relationship. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they might go way back. They might have been in love. I don't, I can't say for sure. Love doesn't kill, right? Love does not kill. Have, you, I don't have know. you not seen all those murder shows about women <laughs> killing their husbands? Love kills. <laughs> love can kill. That's not in the Bible. It says love does not bust or break. It doesn't say love does slit your throat or perforate. Well, those are my two options, then I guess I will will date Jesus if those are my options. (laughs) I retract my earlier statement. He may not come when you want him. My God. But he'll be there right on time. terrible i can't believe the the direction of this podcast is taken i thought i was coming on here you know say a little cute things now we've completely veered toward bestiality i don't know how, how we got there to be honest 
This is a podcast for everybody, including the beastie files. I want you to know that I'm not passing any judgment. I want your ears on this. Oh my god! I don't there probably is some like underground group, and this is like they're like, "Oh, we got a new clip for you guys." Please, I, listen. If if what it takes for this podcast to blow up is for me to be the preferred choice of the beastie community. even jack off yeah that's where we're different but i not. shy away <laughs> <laughs> that's that's where i draw the line i'm like oh you know i got a feeling last night i'll i'll miss it tonight sorry this, guys this podcast is about loving everybody <laughs> everybody everybody anything with a body that's right we're all god's children <laughs> okay I'm not going to defend you fucking animals. I'm not going to get down with you fucking animals, but we can still be cool. It ain't like me not being cool with you is going to get less alligators with man dick in them. So, I mean... You know, if I found out a close personal friend was was doing anything, abusing an animal in any kind of way, I think we're done. Because I think about what kind of person you are. Like, you think you just stop there? Like, you think you're just like, oh, I'm just so satisfied with abusing animals. Like, no, it's always going to escalate to something real weird. And I just feel like I have to distance myself from you if I find what's, out that that's what you're what into. Is, yeah, you know, you, that was an interesting choice of words. You said that <laughs> them abusing animals, and we're talking about sex right now, is going to lead to something real weird. What? <laughs> <laughs> that's just regular weird. Not that weirder. to feet also <laughs> like I don't I don't like people are like uh, 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 it's disgusting it's, it's gross don't do it don't do it to me don't ask definitely don't put your foot nowhere near my face that's crazy but yeah that's follow, probably follow worse. him on twitter at four hours IV Roman numerals IV underscore E-Y-E-S he has I, very, I have nothing wrong with feet in general you know feet, uh, sexually also Yes, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can, like, you know, hold feet. That's fine, but don't. Because it's, it's almost like put when you, like, touch wet grass with your feet. Because it's like your mouth is warm and it's wet. Uh, I, I don't want that on my toe. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah, I put my foot in somebody's uh, mouth and it felt like wet grass. I would run out of the room screaming. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like, put your foot on wet grass and it just feels gross. That's what it feels like to me. And I'm like, please don't do that. Like, stop. Cut that out. I don't like that. Yeah, I it's get in touch with nature, man. I get back to the, the mother guy. your feet. <laughs> I got a lady. That's just fine. I don't need mother nature doing anything. That's fine. Speaking of uh, mother nature and ladies, what's your, you, you, you got? You rocking the wolf pussy right now? Oh, look at that. by my period. Okay. Um. <laughs> um. Kinda, kinda, <laughs> like, 
um, like maybe like a half and half, <laughs> kind of like yeah, some kind of like like human wolf hybrid kind of thing. Like, like when Mar and Shaquille Sunflower, we had one side braided, yeah, and one side kind of like you know. <laughs> at a certain point, you're like, okay, I'm wilding, so you like kind of do a little trim job, <laughs> but you know, up top, like. Well, no, because, like, up top, like, who cares, right? But, like, but like down below, when you're rocking the lips, like, you, at a certain point, like, you're getting out of control. So I usually, I keep that under control. But the top part, it, it yeah. You're rocking the if Dunkin' anybody, Pinder if anybody's, shoes from If anybody's, yes. Yeah. You got the key to the playback. <laughs> <laughs> on the sides. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I just don't, I, I don't I don't know why you really need the top to not have hair. I don't. I don't know why you would need that. I mean, that's my preferred style. I like a hairy bikini line and bald lips. Like keep the keep the slit bald. Yeah. But I want to see. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. See hair sticking out the sides and top of those panties. Oh yeah, no, I'm not gonna do that. It's gonna be all contained. But for me, it's like you take it off and then it like grows back and it's prickly and it's like sticking to your underwear. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not working, rocking the nursery. But. Treating it like a bonsai tree. I got you. Flip here and there. Well, no. But yeah, I just keep it like that. I think that's fine. But like normally, I would keep it a little more. You know, trimmed and regular. But in quarantine, you're like, oh, this is, this is a good extra week. This got an extra this right today. It's got an extra week on it. It's fine. <laughs> you're waiting on them to hit phase four reopening before you. Right, you're like, when it hit phase four, I'll celebrate. <laughs> when they reopen, I'll reopen. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's not bothering nobody. It's fine. <laughs> So, do you have a blog or anything? No, I don't have a blog. No. I'm too... No. I mean, I have a Pinterest board. That's about as bloggy as it gets for me. <laughs> like, whatever my interests are. But no, I'm, I'm, I feel like Twitter is my blog. Like, no one's reading it. No one cares. So, I'm just, you know, just tweeting whatever comes to mind. <laughs> Angry tweets. Retweeting things that I think are funny. Random songs that nobody cares about. You know, just... It's like my blog. Cool. Well, tell the people where they can find you online. They can find me on Twitter at cinnamon underscore sticks. That's S-T-I-X. And that's it. I'm not on Instagram or any of the other things. <laughs> oh, yeah, because you got your I spend secrets. too much time on Twitter. <laughs> you got your secrets. <laughs> no, I just spend so much time on Twitter that I'm like, I can't get addicted to another thing. So I just spend my whole day on so Twitter. Twitter and Pinterest. Twitter, Pinterest. Do you make vision boards? Yeah. Oh, not on the vision boards. I just sort of <laughs> categorize it and stuff. Like, entertaining ideas. Like, oh, so I did learn how to do my nails. So I realized we weren't going back to quarantine. I'm, like, super big on nails. If I break a nail and I have to go somewhere that night, I will not go. I'll make an excuse to not go. So at a certain point, I'm like, I'm going to have to figure out how to do my own nails. So this is, like, week three, week four of, like, doing my own gel nails and... I'm doing an excellent job, if I do say so myself. I like it. So that's my new (laughs) You just found a new side hustle. Yeah. And it cost me, like, less than it would cost to get my nails done, like, once. So we'll see. Now that the salons are closed, you can just charge people, like, 40 bucks. 
Well, people were like, oh, you see my hair. I'm like, ooh, but not the coronavirus. That's a no. So stay the hell away from my house. Oh, get a TikTok and you can be the, let me show you how to do nails, girl. I know. I know. I should do it on YouTube. Like some kind of nail product unboxing videos or something. Well, thank you for joining us on the show today. Thank you for having me. Cinnamon Sticks on Twitter and nowhere else. <laughs> That's it. <laughs>
I always need this sort of thing. <laughs> and it's like, now it's like, it's so limited and it's just like, fuck man. We need there's no fucking hang. <laughs> yeah. There's no reset to any of this shit. Cause that was always the road. It was always, for me, it always felt like a reset. Like get the fuck out of town, especially here, especially Atlanta. Cause it's like, there's no reason for me to be here except comedy. And now that's not going on. So it's like, even then it's like, I just am that way where I get burnt out. And it's like, I'll spend two weeks here. And so like, I'll be gone for two weeks. <laughs> Everything seemed to be on fucking track this year. It was like everything's working out too good. But it's like I don't have that reset. I'm just here all the fucking and not doing anything, working some bullshit job for no reason. For no reason. <laughs> it's like you'd always justify it to go, okay, I hate my life now because I'm going to get to do comedy later. But now it's like, fuck. It's that's what, hate. yeah. It's just so, all hating your life. Yeah. And it's not and even. It's but it's not. It's the life you hate. Like you didn't, it, you used to at least have comedy. In some shape, form, or fashion, and now you don't even have the day job that you drudge your way through just to go do comedy. Yeah. Now you have nothing but sitting at home reminiscing, getting fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's all you can do. Yeah. That's all you can do. <laughs> it's, it's been... Yeah, but it's also fun, too, to try and figure out how, like, what's the next... What's the next thing now? Because at the end of the day, I tried to think about this the other day. It's like I love doing stand-up so much. But at the end of the day, the goal was to just not have like a job. Mm -hmm. Just not have some bullshit. And doing stand-up is such a fun way to not have a job. But also it's like, okay, if it's like fucking whatever if it's content internet content i just don't want to fucking i just don't want to deal with people telling me what the fuck to do <laughs> and that's what's beautiful about comedy is nobody can you can do whatever you want you could be a maniac and do it just to show every tuesday <laughs> and as long as you put your name on a list no one's going to tell you no that you can't be a crazy you might never make any money but you always can be a comedian you can yeah <laughs> <laughs> It's such a weird fucking world to live in, but it's true. Yeah, like I'm a comedian. It's just like every Tuesday you're just here. No, you're very strange. Like you don't have any friends. Nobody. You don't know how to talk to people. But you're a comedian. <laughs> Talking about killing people on stage. <laughs> yeah. No thanks. I don't want any. No vaccines, uh, Bill Gates. <laughs> I love people's. I love the shit people say about him. I love conspiracy theory. I miss Alex Jones. That Alex Jones is more accessible nowadays. I really do. I found. I keep. Uh, Wars. Yeah, I've been listening to his. I found his broadcast the past week, and I've been listening to him again. He's the most entertaining person on the internet. I don't give a shit what anybody you know, like says. Joe he's a Rogan. lunatic. He picked up Rogan. He's like he's like Alex Jones for bros. He's like, yeah, I get that, but he, Alex Jones doesn't give a shit if you think he's crazy too at the same time. Like, he's just, like, Rogan, he's definitely, you don't know, sign a hundred million dollar deal and you're not, you Rogan gotta, you know. And Alex Jones is just bullshit and doesn't care how it makes him look. Yeah, exactly. He's like Stephen Colbert on meth. <laughs> yeah, but he's also, like, I feel like he's also some people. The fact that you like it makes it harder to listen to him is a bad thing because you want to know he has a pretty big following, so you want to know. I feel like I want to know what he's thinking at the very least, or what he's telling people because it's far <laughs> and people because people buy into his shit like hard. That's so a bad like, I, thing. That's dangerous. 
I understand that, but I feel like you should. People are going to do that regardless. But it's better to know what he's telling them than to not, than to go. You're banned from everything, so no one can hear what you're saying. But he's still talking. That's the thing, and people are still listening. Most people just don't know about it because, man, he is fucking. He's his broadcasts are great. He's law. It's it's fucking. Alex Jones is the person to listen to in 2020. It's the best fucking thing. That's what he's that's lost what his mind. Turn the stinkhole hour into. That's what you're gonna do with this podcast. I just I don't think I'm that passionate about much. Why don't you hook up with Ann Coulter and Kelly and Conway in your open in your open Mormon marriage? You gonna become Alex Jones? Nah, uh, they're gonna they'll buy me a house in the Keys and I'll just be chilling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, chilling, Fl- slinging that dick, room, losing your mind for conservatives. If a conservative lady buys me a house in the Keys, I'll just, I'll mind my business forever. <laughs> You'll be a kept man, huh? You'll turn to yeah, whatever she says is right. <laughs> what do I give a shit? You're going to be Will Smith. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's it. Uh, I was just Will thinking. Your wife is going to be telling you about how she's been letting your son's friend come at her. <laughs> yeah. As long as you don't take the house, whatever, you know. <laughs> Just leave me that. I feel that, that might be the position Will's in too. Like, <laughs> like, how much money would Will Smith lose if if Jada wanted it? You know, I I think that too though. I think that Will Smith is very corny. Yeah. <laughs> let, me, let me finish. Let me finish that thought. <laughs> I think Will Smith is very corny. I don't mean that in a mean or negative way. I just think that. For Will Smith, it's it's uh, it's that Jada Pinkett was like hot and hood. You know what I'm saying? She was yeah. cool in black circles. Will Smith was corny in black circles. I mean, for God's yeah. sakes, his real name is Willard, not William. So, of course, he's fucking corny. Matter of fact, he's Willard Smith II. So, he's a Willard that was raised by another corny-ass nigga named Willard. So, of course, he's lame. And I think that... He just so wanted to be in Jada Pinkett's orbit yeah. that he was willing to do and put up with whatever she wants just for the sake of him being able to say that I have Jada Pinkett by my side. And that's why she gets to take him on TV and say, I got fucked by our son's friend and we didn't use the condom. What do you think about that? He's like, I think it's great. Yeah. for dinner at eight. <laughs> but but the yeah. reason he had those tears in his eyes is because deep within his simp ass soul, <laughs> it hurts because he's not a simp. He's corny. He wants a traditional conservative type marriage, but you can't have that and have Jada Pinkett. So he's willing to sacrifice that to have Jada Pinkett, but it is destroying his soul. <laughs> and that's why you're in an open relationship. But when your wife tells you she's fucked somebody, you still cry. As if she betrayed you. And I think that's his problem. He just puts up with it because he wants to be the dude that got Jada Pinkett. Cause it's like a status she, thing. Because she was like the type of girl who was supposed to be with Tupac. And he, okay. can't, he can't compete with that from a from his yeah. masculinity, his coolness. None of that can compete with somebody like Tupac. So he has to do whatever he can to take a girl like that from somebody like Tupac and she makes him eat a lot of shit 
in order to keep her, and he just eats it because he wants her so bad. And I think I honestly think that's what happened to him. That's that's what it is. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot to deal with. You can see the pain yeah. in his eyes. Especially like he could he could dominate a white lady. Like he really could. <laughs> like complete. Like for real. Like some Taylor Swift fan or something like that. You know. <laughs> like he would be the king. He could. He could, but maybe he, he does. He, he doesn't want too. that. Yeah, yeah. But it has to be somebody who's corny like he is. Yeah, yeah. On that level, like he's supposed to be married to the type of woman that was married to Herman Cain. <laughs> like that's that's the type of woman that's with somebody like Will Smith or or Ben Carson. He's supposed to have Doctor Ben Carson's wife because Will Smith is corny as fuck, like a black Republican. He's that type of corny, but. He didn't want that. He wanted to. He had. He got. He he made it, and he he was a successful rapper. Rappers are supposed to be cool. He got the money. He got the fame. He got the trophies. He got the Grammys, but he didn't have that quote unquote bad bitch. Like the girl that he had a baby with, his son, I think Trey, his oldest son. He's not weird as fuck like Willow and Jaden. Because he's not Will Smith's kid with Jada Pinkett. The woman he was with before Jada Pinkett was a regular woman, and they have a regular son together. He's cool. But the two children he had with Jada Pinkett are weird yeah. as fuck, and it's because she's a different type of lady. And he puts up with that shit because he don't want Ben Carson's wife. He wants... He wants bad bitch. Hey, a bad bitch. Just a different type of gal. He does. He wants somebody bad. He wants the type of chick that's on posters on people's walls. He wants niggas to jack off to his woman. Ain't nobody jacking off to no fucking school teacher. <laughs> but that's the type of woman he needs. But you might. You can find a nice one I mean, out of the bunch. If, if you can, you're a yeah. kid who has a school teacher, you'll jack off to a school teacher. But... But but, I mean, you, I, but a, a school teacher can't compete with a, a, a hot ass actress that hangs out with rappers. Well, yeah, but what if the school teacher doesn't fuck your kids' friends? Isn't that a, isn't that a better trade? Is that a decent trade off? <laughs> it's it's a great trade off. I, I dare dare say the greatest trade off. <laughs> but when you want to be with somebody like Jada Pinkett, you got to take the good with the bad, and the problem is it's mostly bad. It's mostly bad, but that's what he wants in his life. He got to have a woman like that, so he lets her fuck his kids' friends. <laughs> and he still kisses her goodnight. <laughs> like, imagine how fast you'd stop kissing a woman goodnight if she fucked some dude that hung out with your nephew. Yeah. <laughs> stop talking to her. Like you delete her number on the spot. Will Smith still that woman still has his last name. <laughs> it's just a just a just a new age gentleman, you know. Yes, weak men are gonna do what weak men do. I don't want. I don't want. There ain't a type of woman in this world I want bad enough for you to. 
fuck I son spread and then bring me on TV like hey guess what <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> that's the thing like if it's our business or right. whatever <laughs> but as soon as the that was the thing with the TV so you're gonna go on the podcast too <laughs> and you know what's gonna be talked about it's not like a like a Jerry Springer surprise like you, like you definitely know yeah exactly <laughs> but yeah it was like man what the fuck are you doing and it's like, if you agree to this, why are you crying? It's because yeah. he didn't agree to it in earnest. It's because he no. just wanted to be with Jada Pinkett, and so he has to deal with that. But he doesn't want yeah. That's why you cry in that situation. <laughs> <sighs> rough pumpkins, my man. It's rough pumpkins. <laughs> it's a doozy. <laughs> And now, like, where do you go from here? You just go, I guess, yeah, you just kiss her goodnight and go back to bed. <laughs> <sighs> Fucking raise the kids. Like, holy shit. <laughs> Especially to have that much money, too. Where it's just like, you could have anything you wanted, but for some reason, you're okay being embarrassed. You could have everything. Like, maybe it's like a weird, it's like a fetish thing or something like that, too. Yeah. Yeah, he might be, it might be Cuck City over there. Basically, getting, getting some snowball shot at him, you know? <laughs> Somebody else's snowball. <laughs> he might be a hardcore Cuck that watches her fuck other dudes, and after they come in her, he sucks the cum out of her pussy. <laughs> Cuck extreme. <laughs> that's what's next. They're going to start an OnlyFans account called Mother Cucker. Yeah. That's going to be him sucking. That would be the most fucking. That'd be the biggest Patreon ever. <laughs> got Will Smith Cuck Patreon. That would be insanely huge. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'd subscribe. That'd be the only thing I would ever do. If you, if the only level was a dollar, they would still make a billion, millions upon millions. Yeah, everybody in the world with access to the internet. A month. Yeah, and I, then you I, just I get, you know, I'd pay to watch Will Smith suck other men's cum out of his wife. Does. The the bonus tier is the videos of him crying. That's like the <laughs> two dollar tier. <laughs> You gotta pay a tears premium. <laughs> That's the Patreon. That's the behind the scenes. You subscribe to the Patreon. You Only two watch, bucks a month. Watch him cry while he sucks the I get to out. cry. This is, oh man, this is like, where do you go, Will? What do you do? Yeah, what do you do from here? You can't, there's no movies being shot. Just, just fucking, you know, you're just that guy on the podcast. You know like, how yeah. much time his wife has to just fuck up the dudes now? Like, he's got nothing better to do than to just sit at home and watch that. <laughs> watching dudes fuck his wife. Just fucking him in like their other houses too, like, that. <laughs> like their fucking vacation homes. Chris is in every room in the fucking sixty room mansion, <laughs> not wearing a mask or a condom. <laughs> it's like, 
That's what's going like on. Complete... That's how it is. He gets he gets COVID <laughs> from sucking some other dude's cum out of his wife's pussy. <laughs> That's how it is. <laughs> Can you get COVID that way though? Uh, yeah, they've been they found it in uh semen. In semen? Not only that, but they found it in fecal matter. So right now Dr. Fauci says don't eat ass. And I know I I read that at the beginning. They uh, really said it at the beginning. Ah, uh, listen, I'm a patriot. <laughs> Did you see that dude in Nashville or whatever who was he just like, fashion house yeah, guy. said he had like 30 asses. It's like, I'm going to cut a promo on that guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's still in your moves. I feel like it's a direct challenge, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I got the, got the outfit ready and everything. <laughs> the old, bringing the old booty man back for sure. <laughs> it's making me look like a punk. That's somebody throwing down the gauntlet on the booty man if I've ever seen it. <laughs> you got to eat 40 asses in a. In I just a like that that's, for some reason, that's newsworthy. <laughs> like, somehow, like, this guy ate ass in Nashville this weekend. So I could have been that guy, <laughs> but I'm too much of a coward. <laughs> If, that, if eating ass in Nashville is news, then you should have brought your cameras out six years ago. <laughs> I was doing it in a fucking van. You know, yeah. All my parking lot. <laughs> yeah, that too. Yeah, absolutely. A little parking lot. <laughs> but this guy, for some reason, Mr. Cool, gets all the fucking notoriety. <laughs> Could have been somebody this whole time. It's just it's fucking newsworthy somehow. It's just like that's where we're at. Let's go look at this guy. Which also is like the thing where it's like, isn't that where it's like now people are gonna want to amp it up? Isn't that the whole thing that people have a stance against? Is like violent movies and all that shit because people are gonna want to try it. But for some reason now you're talking about this guy ate ass. <laughs> And now he's on the news, and you can be too. <laughs> like it's an advertisement. Yeah, dude, he's still in your moves, man. I mean, eating ass in public in Nashville is nothing new. You used to eat ass in a van outside of hell dark aesthetics. Yeah, so, yeah. Man. Slash the East Room, slash Subway. They should have been. They should have been hit you up if that's if that's what you wanted. You just wanted stories about eating ass in public. Yeah, but I never did it. I didn't do it for the notoriety, though. I never right. did it for, for the love I didn't, of the game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I gotta do it in a pandemic just so I could be somebody. Analinga's purist. <laughs> it's the only way to do it right. You gotta love it. <laughs> <laughs> don't need it don't need a half ass rim job I know that <laughs> but in boots <laughs> <laughs>
Stupid. But India, fucking Nashville. I just love that they're still being crazy. Just on that one street, it's so fantastic. Because I don't think anywhere, nowhere in Atlanta is still doing anything, really. Right. But for some reason, that one street in fucking Nashville is still like, let's fucking throw down for whatever reason. Because they hate the government. They'd do anything to own the lips. <sighs> Prove a point. They were doing, they were doing like those, uh, what is it, the fucking uh, uh, Nissan Stadium. They were doing like an outdoor uh, concert, like a drive-in concert, and it was just madness, man. It was fucking packed all the way to the stage. Packed, and everyone's like, no one's sitting in their cars either. Everyone's just out, like tailgating, sort of thing. That's was like, at some point, what, what, you know, what do the rules mean? How come some people can get away with it? But Josh Lewis can't go to work. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and maybe he shouldn't be, but like, well, I just don't. It's, uh, this has been a very fucking confusing year. It's just nothing. Nothing makes any sense. That's what's fucking bizarre. Everyone's just doing what the fuck they want anyway. Is what it seems like. Yeah, because they didn't tell anybody what they had to do. They just let us loose, essentially. They just told us to go home, and then that was the end of it. It was like, and do what? It was like, whatever, stay home, or don't. I don't care. But the official stance is, it would be best if you stay home. We're not going to make you stay home. We're not going to do anything to help you stay home. But our official stance is, you should probably, maybe, it would probably be better if you stayed home. And yeah. they just sent people out into the world to deal with this pandemic on their fucking own. And that's why you have parties happening where people aren't wearing masks and they're eating ass and they're coughing in each other's mouths. It is just, you know, and Will Smith sucking other men's cum out of his wife's pussy. The world's all topsy turvy. Crystal Liam. <laughs> My God. I just don't understand. Even the thing with Ellen, it's like, how, how can't you tell people suck? <laughs> Like, you couldn't tell Crystal, it was, it was like a, you just couldn't tell that that dude sucks, just yeah. in general. I mean, it would make sense, because... <laughs> right, like, how are you surprised? If you're, famous, if you're a celebrity, then, especially if you're stand-up, the people, because this happens for us, just the regular, the people who aren't famous. If you're a stand-up comedian, or if you're any type of entertainer, a lot of your pussy is going to come from fans. And Chris D'Elia's stand-up can only be liked by girls that are in high school. So, of course, yeah. when he's fucking his fans, it's <laughs> girls that are in high school. It makes perfect fucking sense. It's not right. It's horrible. Yeah. It's terrifying. Yeah. But but who she, likes this dummy? What, what 27-year-old is going to be at one of his shows? <laughs> of course he's fucking high school girls. That's the only yeah. people who would laugh at that dumb shit he says. Yeah, no one with a kid. Nobody. Not it's even fucking... a high school girl with a kid wants to fuck Chris D'Elia. Yeah, because <laughs> then you're fucked up, but at least you, maybe you gain some sense after that. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, it's fuck just... Now Brian Callens, his best friend, he's he's getting outed for rape. Shit is wild, man. Which everybody, Brendan Schwab was in there too, I think. Yeah. People were talking about him for a minute, but it's just like... I mean, that whole the L.A. thing, it's just that Hollywood shit, man. 
those people are fucked up who live out there and who are involved in like the business, just entertainment in general. Anybody who's somebody is like, man, if they're not fucked up, they definitely have fucked up people around them. It's just like, especially those LA guys. It's just like, man, I'm not really, I'm not surprised by anything. Really. It's like all this. It's like, yeah, of course these people are shitty. Like you can't, again, you can't tell. Especially when that's your whole identity. Like, of course, you're going to lean into the more fucked up aspects of it. If yeah. That's, if that's what you, like, if that's what you're searching for. Like, I've noticed that, like, the people who don't get fucked up when they get famous is the people who weren't looking to get famous. They just happen yeah. to get famous. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, the yeah. people who wanted to be actors and wanted to do stand-up things like that like the people who just wanted to do that and it just so happened they were good enough to make it always come out clean but the people whose whole purpose for ever stepping into any form of entertainment was the chicks yeah the drugs the money those are the people who are sexually assaulting women who are losing all their money buying you know jewelry and cars and clothes and blow they're always the ones that are fucked up on drugs and secretly alcoholics and meth addicts. Those are the people who always end up fucked up. And in a situation with somebody like Chris D'Elia, it's like that dude, his his folks were rich. His folks got rich in entertainment. It makes sense that he would jump straight to making it in entertainment with all his parents' money and connections in that business. Of course that yeah. dude became a famous comic. And of course, he became a famous comic by playing all up to all the stereotypes of just some douchey rich kid who's in high school. That's who he is. He's just a 40-year-old, douchey 60-year-old yeah. with rich parents that you knew in high school. He never had a reason to change because he never had a reason to find something else to do that interests him. Yeah. Even Callan's kind of like that way, too. I mean, they all, it's the thing, I think it's just, like, yeah, it's part of that life. Like, man, people out there, it's like, that's what's funny, too, is, like, you realize it's, like, all, like, family. Like, it's sort of, like, mafia shit, mm-hmm. where, like, you're born into this fucking entertainment thing or whatever it is. Even with wrestling, it's, like, there's a lady now named Nia Jax, and she's, like, the niece of The Rock. Mm-hmm. But she f- fucking hurts, like, everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, she fucks it up and breaks people's noses <laughs> and fucking... But she still has a job. But meanwhile, they keep, yeah, they keep firing everybody else. So it's just part of the, but that's part of the game. It's very, the more. (laughs) Whatever happened to the days when the worst thing you could be if you were fucking some celebrity was like a necrophiliac or something, you know, something that didn't hurt anybody but you. (laughs) Whatever happened to those days? We're like, remember like, it was probably before we were born, though, but, like, yeah, like... Good old, day, good old like, harmless fun. Like, the worst thing you were was just, like, a person who didn't live like a Christian. Like, that, yeah. that used to yeah, be yeah. scandalous. Like, oh, I've seen this famous actor out on a date with two different women in one week, and that would be the scandal. And, like, now... Now it's like, uh, this person worships the devil and uh, touches kids and has sex with underage people and... Of sexually assaults adults, and it's just like, damn, man, like, whatever happened to just a good old fashioned drinking problem? Yeah, <laughs> or just pick one. Like, one's got to be so many. Yeah, it's like all or nothing with these people. 
like the last person who had a scandal that was just this one thing that wasn't actually bad was Tiger Woods. He's like the only celebrity we've seen over like the last 20 years who whose scandal was just he likes to fuck women that aren't his wife. There were yeah, he, fuck, involved. He, he fucks. There was no drugs <laughs> involved. He was just a dude that likes the boozy. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah, like, oh. and people people treated him the, like the same in like the same bracket as like somebody like a Crystalia too. Like, uh, but like, like that's you're an awful person. So fast. Yeah, and nobody mentions it again because it's like yeah, because we've seen it could have been a lot worse. It could have been a yeah. Lot worse. Like, you think that was a <laughs> that was a thing where it was like it was okay he was fucking other people, but then someone said something sort of thing yeah and that seems like it, that's what it was like the don't don't, is, don't embarrass me the and then someone embarrassed her man married to a white woman sure <laughs> if tiger woods was cheating on angela bassett they'd have gave him a fucking raise they would nobody would have gave a fuck nobody would have gave a fuck that he was cheating on his black wife they'd have been like he's supposed to do that he's rich why can't he fuck whoever the fuck he wants nobody would give a damn <laughs> Like that—that's what happened. Like, if if he wasn't married, because like, think about Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt cheated on America's sweetheart. Yeah. But because everybody wants to fuck Angela Angelina Jolie, everybody was just like, "Fuck Jennifer Aniston!" <laughs> like, like nobody took her side. Like he was off. Like he cheated on his wife with his everyone... co-star. Yeah, but everyone got it. Like, everyone's like, I, I get it. Cheat. Like he. <laughs> Started having babies with her and married. He, her. Yeah, like, he, he built a relationship. And yeah. nobody took Jennifer Aniston's that. Nobody was like Brad Pitt. He's a shit bird. And hot men think they can do whatever they want. And and rich, powerful. Hollywood. Nobody. Everybody was like, is eh, Angelina Jolie? How the fuck that yeah. bitch do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too many women wanted to fuck Brad Pitt to not understand. They were all like, I'd have, I'd, I wouldn't have, I'd have fucked him even if he was with Jennifer Aniston. So, fuck her. Yeah, yeah, I would have done it too. Yeah, for sure. But that's because that's what it is. Because hot men have most people don't realize hot men have way more power over others than hot ladies because hot ladies are everywhere. Hot men are not. Like, there's not even there's not anywhere near as many hot men as hot women, even in just average everyday life. Like, there's not a lot of dudes that women see and think he is super attractive. Even if it's not just physical, even if it's personality or something. Women aren't just super attracted to a lot of dudes. But there are girls who look like models walking around yeah. every town. But there's not that many dudes that look that good. So if you're a dude that looks that good, there's no limit to what you can get. No matter how much men do for hot women, women would do a thousand times more for a hot man and that's why because it was Brad Pitt people were like I don't give a fuck let Seth Rogen fuck a bitch outside this movie <laughs> watch how quick that nigga gets cancelled <laughs> even if they was on their way to get divorced if Seth Rogen starts dating somebody while he's separated from his wife he is getting cancelled cause nobody wants to fuck him he's out of here buddy Brad Pitt was cheating on his wife in front of the world and everybody was like yeah that's cool 
when's the next Brad Pitt movie coming out? All it was was advertising for Mr. and Mrs. Yeah, 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 that's what it was, yeah. <laughs> it turned into, <laughs> it was just like, he did what? Oh, he cheated on his wife with Angelina Jolie on the, on the set of their new movie, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. And everybody's reaction was, so tell me about this movie. What is it about? What is it about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nobody gave a shit. <laughs> Nobody gave a shit because Brad Pitt, everybody wants to fuck Brad Pitt, so nobody cared that he destroyed Jennifer Aniston in front of the world. She hasn't been the same since. She started fucking nope. John Mayer. That's how devastated she was. She started fucking John Mayer like a freshman at Arizona State. <laughs> she was she was distraught. <laughs> That's how bad it was. And nobody cared. <laughs> Good times. <laughs> Good fucking times. <laughs> yeah, you just forget that nobody cared. <laughs> we swept that shit under the rug in this country so fast, though. Brad Pitt didn't suffer at all. He didn't suffer but, at all. Yeah, but so then nobody can blame him. Nobody, nobody, not even the ladies. You know how? No. Nah. You know how wild the situation that is with the women side with the man in the cheating scandal. Nobody cared though. Her family probably didn't even care. They probably wanted her to be Will Smith. And it was like, why are you just asking? Could you watch? Just, <laughs> yeah, just deal with it. Yeah. For God's sakes, it's Brad Pitt. <laughs> if I was married to Brad Pitt, he could fuck whoever he wanted to. What's wrong with you, Mitch? Like, just <laughs> moving. Yeah, moving together. Nobody cared, though. It's insane. <laughs> that would be a, that'd be a story if they all moved in together. And he started cucking Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> yeah, or she just was involved. They'd be billionaires. They probably already are, but they'd have more money now. They could have pl played it right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They would have been ahead of the, ahead of the times too. <laughs> yeah, it would all worked out. You know, now that I think about it, I realize that that's how much Will Smith isn't okay with his situation. He's never put Jada Pinkett in a movie. <laughs> She's an actress. Was she was ne she never started in a movie with Will Smith? <laughs> He's like, you gonna be fuck, you gonna be fucking all these other niggas, and I gotta get you a job. Yeah, in, in no way. <laughs> you gotta pick one. You want to fuck other dudes or you want a job? She was like, I'll take the dicks. That's, yeah, that's probably when she was doing it, yeah. So you go away for a couple months. We're going to have some slumber parties with the kids. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> grooming? Isn't that the word? That's the Chris D'Elia word, right? Grooming? That's what I was trying to think of. Yeah, she was it. grooming, yeah. Yes, grooming. Fucking group. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's invite the football team over. So like, I don't play football. It's like, ah, you'll make new friends. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> that poor guy. <laughs> yeah. 
Let's send a prayer up to Will Smith right now. <laughs> Lord, Lord, wrap your arms around Willard. He needs you right now. <laughs> He's probably suffered the most this year. I know a lot of people are hurting. Nobody's hurting like Will Smith. No, he Will Smith, no. Nobody's your wife fuck your kids friend hurt. <laughs> He got to join one of those support groups for men whose wife was a school teacher and she fucked a student. <laughs> he got to join one of those groups. Yeah. Because he, he could learn something from those men. Because if you notice, whenever a story breaks about a fucking grown-ass woman fucking a student, you never hear from her husband. You no. You never hear. Those dudes never give interviews. I've only seen their names in the paper like two times out of the hundred stories I've seen in the last ten years. Those dudes just disappear <laughs> into the abyss and emerge anew like a butterfly from a fucking cocoon. <laughs> Those dudes are never on TV like so with Barbara Walters. Like, so how did you feel when you found out your wife was getting triple teamed by some 15-year-olds? Like, you know what, Barbara, it hurt. I got to tell you, it hurt. My name is James Williams. That's uh, Williams with two L's uh, from Saginaw. Yeah, make sure you get my face in the shot. Those dudes, those dudes don't want any part of any press. They just mention in the story that the teacher's married, and that's it. They never like, and this is what the husband had to say. No, those dudes know what to do. They just file a divorce, take the kids, you know, sign up to take the kids up to prison to visit mommy. But that's it. They never come out. They never come. Will Smith is on fucking national TV getting the news. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta learn from the the husband of pedophiles. When well, your wife doing that kind of shit, you just disappear, man. You don't talk about that shit. <laughs> yeah, it's nobody's business. <laughs> right. Enough of your business is out. Please don't add your name to it. <laughs> like all your friends and family already know too much. <laughs> Can you imagine being one of those dudes? Can you imagine the people in your town seeing your wife's face and name in the paper for fucking some 14-year-olds at the school she teaches and then going back to work? Can you imagine? Yeah. Can you imagine walking back into work after some Just shit? Just like a like normal day back to the construction <laughs> site. <laughs> hey, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> just caught the news. Caught the news last night. Everybody's just trying not to talk about it. Yeah, that would be the thing. Or it's like, yeah, and now you're that guy. You definitely have to leave town. You like got, you can't and change your name. You got to go on the run, like you did something wrong. Like you got to go on the run. <laughs> you got to move to the to the other coast. Like if this shit happens to you in South Carolina, you got to move to Oregon. <laughs> you you gotta move. That's gotta hurt. Man. That's gotta hurt. Cause you could do something about it if she fucked another grown man. Even if you, even if nothing comes out of it, at least you can fight that dude, or at least you can understand how it happened. There's no listening to an explanation after you know why just the cup slapped on her because she fucking had an orgy with the debate team. <laughs> Like, how do you even speak to her after that? <laughs> how do you look at her and say, so what happened? What was yeah. I doing? What did I do to cause this? What 
I want to know how I can fix this. Like, what the yeah, hell yeah. made you suck a 12-year-old's dick? <laughs> There's no fixing that shit, man. You just got to move the fuck on. <laughs> he, sedu- he seduced me. <laughs> Remember I told you you weren't giving me enough attention? Yeah. And you weren't making me feel special enough? Like, he was writing me poems. <laughs> I just wanted a romance. That's all. I just wanted a romance. His name name brand lays in his lunch. We only get generic chips here. <laughs> he was showing me the finer things of life. Yeah, I thought he had something to offer. <laughs> Whoops. Goops. <laughs> Goops a daisy. <laughs> oh god. That's what it's like. <laughs> Teachers are some of the worst people. Everyone says they should earn more money, but I'm fuck kids, and then there's a bunch of interrupt comedy shows too. So I just don't feel like they deserve any more money. <laughs> See, you're morphing into a conservative right before. Just, my I eyes. just, I swear to God, it's like every time there's a group of teachers at a show, they always fucking pipe up, and they're always like. <laughs> And I get because you have to deal with children all day, so you have no attention towards you. But it's like at the same time, you act just like the kids you're around. I can't fucking. And then they grow up and you fuck them. So come on now, <laughs> buy your own pencils. <laughs> Joe Kelly running for Congress on the Republican yeah. ticket. He's very anti-union, especially <laughs> the teachers. <laughs> That's right, buy your own supplies. As a matter of fact, how about a pay cut? Fuck a pay raise. <laughs> we knock you down 50 Yeah, Yeah, all you're doing is sitting at home now anyway. Fucking. <laughs> 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 you know, like the shitty pay you get for teaching English to fucking 13 year olds. Go back to school and get an engineering degree. Fuck you. <laughs> Oh, you're a harsh man. You're a hard man to please. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm trying to I'm trying to balance this budget. <laughs> defund the defund the schools. <laughs> Let's start there. Keep the police. Defund the schools. <laughs> <laughs> Less education. That is my motto. <laughs> People knowing things, that's our problem. Jug. <laughs> yeah, bring up the old pea jug right now. 
They don't they want they want to do it on camera. I don't I don't know. That's you that's what I want. This you might use the camera footage. Right, but like I can I can censor it. I have a green screen. <laughs> but you don't know how to use it. <laughs> Not entirely. <laughs> you just go like block out the head of my dick. <laughs> this is what I this is what I want this podcast to be about. <laughs> my balls and shaft to still be in the video. Just be the head blurred out. <laughs> yeah, you just gotta blur the dirty stuff. <laughs> No nipples, no heads. Hawaiian <laughs> punch? Like, what is. What, that's. A, is, did you. I was. <laughs> that gallon. Gallon, was, there, was there pee in that before? Or is that just all from that round? <laughs> no, it's pee in that before. <laughs> I didn't piss a half gallon. <laughs> I didn't need to be that bad. <laughs> Why are you pissing in a jug? Because <laughs> the bathroom's so far away. <laughs> I wanted to keep the show rolling. I'm an artist. I sacrifice things for my art. <laughs> I don't... I don't pause the podcast to go out of oh, the bathroom. I just pee in the jug and keep it rolling. <laughs> I'm committed. How committed are you to the craft, Joe Kelly? I'm lacking, and I just realized it. I didn't realize. I thought I thought I was in it. <laughs> Based off that, I'm definitely not. I got no jugs. I got a coffee can. <laughs> and I do have to pee. I'm gonna piss. I'll be. I'm gonna be right back. <laughs> we probably get, we'll probably wrap this up. Maybe. Come on, man. <laughs> See, Joe's not committed. Joe's gotten up. He's actually going to the bathroom, and that's why he's not gonna make it in the business. <laughs> he's not gonna make it. You got to be committed. I mean, if you can't piss in a jug for your dreams, what can you piss in a jug for? You know what I'm talking about? I want this. I want this. I mean, imagine imagine if you were doing the hiring for a job, right? And you had two candidates in the room with you. And in the middle of your interviews with them and trying to talk to them about the job, one of them excuses themselves to the restroom and the other just grabs a the 32 ounce Gatorade bottle they brought in with them and said please continue and then just proceeded to piss in that jug which one of those people would you hire I guarantee you in a poll 98% of the people would say I'm hiring a person pissing in the jug man they are they're everything we're looking for. <laughs> and that's how committed I am. That's how committed I am. That's how committed I am. 
Oh, well, look at this slacker coming back. <laughs> look who's back. The slacker. <laughs> my, room is, uh, my room is filled with smoke. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. You got the ceiling fan going. I don't have a fan going. Have you got the AC going? Yeah, the AC's going. But also, there's only one vent in here. I just got to let air out. <laughs> You're letting out all that good steak. <laughs> Are you recording the audio of this, too? Yes, I am. Okay, perfect. Yeah, exactly. it's a dual. A dual episode. Fucking long. <laughs> like, this is, but that's the podcast that I want. I'm averaging, like, two hours an episode. Yeah. And we've already been talking at this two hours and 49 minutes. <laughs> yeah, I figured out we were coming up on so three, that, that but holy episode, shit. This episode is going to be extra long, but that's what I like. I don't like short podcasts. Like, I feel like this is something that most people will listen to, like, at work or when they're driving, especially, like, comics and shit. They listen on the road when they got to kill five, six hours. Like, why are you making a podcast that's 30 minutes long? Like, it just starts to get good at that point. Like, you're just hanging out. You want to listen to... This is like hanging out after the show with comics. So... Yeah, yeah. It's like you want to do... You know, we do that shit for six, seven hours at a time. So, that's what I want the podcast to be. I want people to listen to two comics just hang out for, like, two, three hours. Fucking... Yeah. That's what it is. I'm getting drunker as the show goes on. Yeah. It's getting extra. We've gotten crazy as fuck. We haven't even like. We haven't even told any personal stories in this episode. And oh. That's what I do. I'm always like talking and bringing up stories. We've just been going insane on this. Episode. It's bullshit. Yeah, we back to business. About Will Smith's life. Yeah, you're really on. Like that's like I just love. I just love how much how much time you you've broken that down. <laughs> Like, sort of thing. I told you, it was like, really bothering me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got... I play, Do you know what Euchre is? It's a card game. No, I thought you were talking about Bob Euchre. <laughs> no. It's spelled the same, but it's a card... It, I play it on my phone, but I used to have... You can change your name to whatever you want. I feel like I'm being silenced. My name used to be I Eat Booty. But then someone reported me, and now I can't change my name. But everyone else can. And everyone's like, Trump sucks, or Trump 2020. <laughs> and everyone's just me, but I can't have... I'm, I'm the, I feel like I'm the only one who's been banned from changing their name. And that's been on my nerves. What card game is it? I play uh, Gwent from The Witcher. Gwent? Gwent. I don't know. It's, it's, it's from The Witcher 3. It's a card game from that. And they, they made an individual game for oh, your shit. phone and tablets and shit. It's kind of like you Pokemon meets chess. It's a great... It's a fun game. What is Euchre? Euchre is like a regular card. I guess it's like a game played in Michigan or maybe the Midwest, but it's a four-person game, two teams of two. You play with nines through aces, so you don't use the whole deck. And uh, you, everyone gets five cards. You turn one face up, and uh, you order up Trump. So that would be whatever suit would be the strongest for that hand. So if you order up, if it's like a nine of hearts, if you go, I pick up the nine of hearts, like that's, that'll beat everything. Right. 
but the the jacks so the jack of hearts is the strongest if you order up hearts and mm-hmm. then the jack of diamonds is the second strongest and then it goes ace king queen 10 or jack or 10 9 mm-hmm. and then you play to 10 points or uh you play to 10 points if you take all the tricks if you take all five tricks you get two points uh if we were playing together against each other and you ordered up like the hearts as trump and we took three out of five we'd get two points it's very, I don't know, it's, uh, it's easier to see. I'm not good at explaining it. It sounds like it was invented before fun, because it doesn't sound like it is. It's <laughs> it's a lot like spades. That's it's very it, much like it, it spades. It sounds like white spades. It probably is. It sounds like, it sounds like white spades. That's what it sounds like. Well, nobody fucking knows about it for sure. I can't find anybody who has ever heard of it or knows how to play it. But it's a fun game. That shit to Michigan a long time ago. Yeah, I got to play all these lunatics online. It sounds like a game for incels. What kind of chat rooms are you hanging out in? Yeah, some a dude's name was Suck My Dick, but for some reason mine gets banned. But I think because he used like a bunch of he used a bunch of K's, so maybe that's how he got away with it. That's just been on my nerves. The fact, and I can't change my name now to anything. So you you got to start a new account. It's B O O D I E. I think so, but it's linked it's it's linked up through it's linked up through the Gmail account. So I don't think I'll ever be able to get. I guess I could. Yeah, okay. Just a new a whole new email. I didn't think about that. Booty man. B-O-O-D-I-E but is it worth? E man. And then you can do it. I just liked it. I was like playing. Like there were like old ladies play euchre. So be like Agnes, Agnes R. And my name was just I eat booty wishing her good luck. Just with all the shit going on, that made me feel okay. Like that little bit of fun. Sounds like I can't do stand up. Agnes. You can't. You can't talk freely. They only give you. They give you like six things you can say. It's like good luck, nice one, like ouch, but you can't <laughs> type shit. Censorship lives on this game, it dude. Sounds like they made that for people who don't have friends who live in nursing homes. <laughs> you can just. Say good I luck think that's what it is, but it's a very fun game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna look it up. How do you spell it? It's like Bob Euchre. <laughs> E-U-C-H-R-E, I believe. Is this short for the Eucharist? Is this a is this a Christian game? <laughs> it could be. I have no idea anymore. It's like seeing an alien, like where you live in a town where everybody sees it, and then you try to tell people who live outside of the town about it, and everyone goes, what the fuck are you talking about? But it's just a card game for me. Or like, this great card game, and everyone's like, that sounds like the most bullshit. I try to get people to play who like playing cards, and then it's like, this is just too much. But it's... Playing with the lo- <laughs> that's so weird. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm just lost in this world, you know. <laughs> it happens, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm just on my own path, I guess. <laughs> okay.
<laughs> oh man. What are you doing, like, his family-wise? Are you seeing any family or shit like that? Um, no. I'm... No? I'm completely... You're really, you're really just locking down. Yeah, like, I'm trying... Okay. Like, my granddad passed back in May. Oh, shit. So, I had to have... Fa- I had to see family at that time. But after that, I stopped. I felt like that was the only time I could see him. But, like, since then, yeah, they've, like gotten together and things like that and I'm just like I'm not doing that I'm fucking I don't want COVID from anybody including y'all like I'm not gathering with 17 people in my family and yeah. getting fucking COVID or giving it to somebody if I have it and don't know like this shit is dangerous like I understand that y'all want to see each other and maybe even still got some grief left but dying of COVID is not the way to handle that like fucking sit the fuck down man so yeah, I'm I'm doing a complete lockdown, man. Complete. <laughs> That's crazy. And you're out here still meeting chicks on Tinder and talking about let me eat your ass. I don't even know. Sure, your yeah. Name. <laughs> yeah. I probably don't even know your first name, let's be real. COVID hot it <laughs> is Georgia. It's amazing. Oh, I go it's I, I go out of Georgia state. I go out of state so for it. And the C D C is in that state. <laughs> And they handle it like in the top three worst places to handle it, and that's where the CDC is housed. <laughs> well, it's a it's a very populated area. <laughs> 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 yeah, very populated with ladies on Tinder, apparently. Well, sure, but they're nice. We get to know each other. <laughs> but it's like, I really don't know. Whenever I did that Zoom show, there were people from New York on it, and they were like, oh, Georgia. I read some stuff about Georgia, like, getting high cases. It's like, I don't know. Like, I'm just done. Like, Who I just got... somebody from New York to bring up high, high cases somewhere else? It, I, again, I have no idea. <laughs> like, I'm not trying to compare and go, who are you to tell me we have high cases? They said you know? way more cases than Georgia. I heard some things about Georgia. Like, man, if you don't shut the fuck up. <laughs> but I just don't know shit. Like, I'm definitely... It was like sometime in April. I just checked out. I just can't. Like, I just, because everybody, there's just so much. I'm just done. I'm just going to try and do, like, I still, if I'm going to the store or whatever, I'm throwing a mask on at work, whatever. But, like, I went and, I went, no, I'll go with my buddy Nate's and, like, we'll cook out, whatever, on the porch. There's, like, four of us, like, chilling, whatever. But that's really been, like, it as far as, like, hanging out. But other than that, I don't do shit. But I'm also not going to worry about how many cases. When I, when everything's okay, I figure somebody will let me know. But I'm not going to worry about day-to-day cases to have one more fucking thing <laughs> to worry about, you know? Yeah, that's the, that's, the, that's, the, that's the worst thing about the pandemic. It's like, it's such a huge thing that it should be... It's big enough to be the only thing that you should have to worry about, but life continues to go on as normal. Yeah, yeah. The pandemic is there taking up all the space you have for worry, but all the same old bullshit keeps popping up for you to worry about. And so, listen, man, this is way too much on my plate. This is way too much. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so then people, yeah, so then people just want to go, you know, back to work, whatever it is. 
because they already got enough shit to deal with. Well, like, this is one more... It's like, this is one more thing, but there's also the chance that it won't... It won't affect me either. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to have to worry about something that's not going to affect me when I have all this other shit already on my plate that is right. fucking directly affecting me. So there's, like, that immediate, you know... <laughs> That immediate response, stand up, that immediate response sort of thing. Where it's like, if there's not that immediate response, it ain't fucking worth it. (laughs) So no more Zoom shows for Joey? (sighs) All I did, I just, like, I did, I went too long. (laughs) (laughs) They had me doing 30, and it's like, wow, that seems like a long time. But they, they lit me. By like typing in the chat, they gave me like a twenty minute light, but I don't know when they typed that. I saw it, and then it said a thirty minute light. But I was just drinking whiskey, talking shit. So in that sense, it was that's why I was like, okay, just start doing the podcast again, because that's what it is. It's like that's what was fun about it, because I can do that. I can sit here and drink whiskey and smoke weed and just have fun sitting in my room by myself. Like I don't need the fucking Zoom audience to not to be watching the Phillies game. Well, I'm sitting here, you know, cracking, making myself laugh, whatever it is. Like, I'll just do that and not have some fucking disappointed guy because the Phillies lost. <laughs> not because I wasn't funny, but because the fucking Phillies lost. I got to worry about the Phillies losing now. There's <laughs> so long work, working on these jokes, and now I got to worry about the fucking Phillies losing. <laughs> Got a lot on my plate right now, man. I'm sorry. I can't worry about the fields. I can't worry about the fields. I got COVID. I got the yucks. What more do you want from me? The Phillies are down by four. <laughs> what do you want me to do? <laughs> you could use a joke right now. Stop paying attention to that to make yourself say it. Listen to me. I got some yucks for you. <laughs> It's just too easy to not pay attention to that shit. And that's what's like the podcast being long. That's good. And like you can drift in and out. Yeah. Like it's, you know. Just ghost. Yeah. That's how I play video games. I like listen to movies that I've already seen. Or, watch, or like TV shows I've already seen. And I do that with podcasts. Like I don't have to watch that. I can just hear it. So I just turn my TV down from the game. And I just listen to the podcast for hours on end. Just hours on it. I'm just listening to fucking podcasts all day, gaming, <laughs> playing MLB the Show and 2K and shit. It'd be fun to get. It'd be fun to get one <laughs> and play. But I feel like I'd get. I'd waste time. But I'm also not doing anything either. You need to waste time now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep just keep playing that fucking card game. Yeah, man. Please stop playing that shit. It's. <laughs> Like, like you don't have COVID. Like, those old people that keep playing with you and typing, ouch. Like, you can actually, like, you still got the motor skills and not the arthritis and shit. You can actually just pick up a PlayStation and play some fucking Madden or Red Dead Redemption or something. Stop playing fucking this fucking version of a video game from the Great Depression called Euchre. I got a 10. They just didn't have, they didn't have a whole deck of cards. No, it's not. You win. I got the Jack of Diamonds. I got the nine of hearts. Nine's bigger than the Jack. The fuck kind of, 
the fuck are we playing right now? What kind of dementia fucking rules are these? <laughs> the jag is bigger than the knot. <laughs> what if it's from the, the Trump suit? It's the, the jack is the biggest one. Unless it's not. If the jack is not from the Trump suit and the nine is. Like yeah. if spades are Trump and you throw a jack arch and you throw the nine on then the nine would win. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just, that's what it is. This is white spades. This is... This is Donner. This is the Donner Party's version of spades. Yeah, people live in the woods. <laughs> they just didn't have a whole deck. They didn't have a full deck of cards. All they had was a half a deck. That's how you picked that shit up, and you went running into the fucking woods to do your thing. And... Found some old fella sitting back there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey, young man, <laughs> let me teach you. Let me teach you a game. Playing overalls, like, well, go on, set a spell, Sonny. We've got a place on the stump for you. <laughs> How you doing? I'm Abner. <laughs> uh, people tell me I'm not playing with a full deck. Let me tell you, you don't need a full deck. <laughs> hey, oh. 16 cards. Let me show you how this works. Six out of fucking 52. It's 52 cards in the deck. These motherfuckers got a card game that uses six. 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 Like, how the fuck you get rid of 36 fucking cards? Like, that's a lot. How do you play? Well, first you take out the twos through the eights in every suit. What? <laughs> you, you, not, you keep score with the fives. <laughs> you keep score with the... What? fuck man cause you played a 10 so you can uncover you cover up the 5 and then every time you get a point you uncover one of the suits on the 5 so you gotta play um, this shit with like pieces of construction paper <laughs> cut up in the square no you just cover it with the other 5 <laughs> there's 4 5's you get 2 5's a piece I hate that I brought this up man <laughs> real it sounds like a fucking fever dream of somebody dying of dysentery. It doesn't sound like... Yeah, you play with the nines and the aces. And you, I have. you keep scoring with the fives. and You put down a ten and you win and you uncover one of the pieces of the five like a puzzle. Like, the fuck are you on? Somebody give Pops his medicine. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about, old man? I have nothing but this card game right now. <laughs> and, and you're really... <laughs> When you put it like that, I apologize. I'm sorry. That was being very insensitive and very inconsiderate. I didn't think about yeah. it. Like <laughs> I got nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> I, I, I put on a podcast and play euchre. All right, we're the same. <laughs> you know what? Play all. Give me that website. I'm gonna open up an account. I'm sorry, man. I'm fucking like, enjoying it. <laughs> it's just euchre 3D. <laughs> Cards are flat anyway. <laughs> so there's, there's nothing three-dimensional about the whole fucking... Not even the start screen. Like, nothing has any dimensions to it. <laughs> oh, 
fucking outrageous. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to rain on your parade, man. I'm sorry. It's me living no, it's in my okay. ivory tower it's okay. PlayStation all day. You know. Yeah, some some people don't have PlayStation. I'm sorry about you know. I'm I'm a victim of the bubble. I didn't mean to be living in a bubble. Think I, you know. See, this is what this is about having conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Building bridges. <laughs> Building bridges in 2020. That's what we're doing. Starting a dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. Thank God someone is. <laughs> That's right. This is what the world needs right now. Is <laughs> what the world needs. <laughs> oh my God, Joey! Where can the people find you online? Uh, at Utilize Shrooms, Twitter, YouTube. I'm trying to clean up my YouTube page, or I am cleaning it up. So there's shit on there that's under Utilize Shrooms too. Joe Kelly comedy. And then whatever this the stink hole hour at some point in time <laughs> <laughs> within, within a week or two. I just gotta get a few of these in the bag. I feel you. Where are I you got, at? I got three in, I got three in the bag before I started putting them out. <laughs> so That's the way to do it. You gotta have some in the bag. And it's like even then going from that point, it's like It'd be so much easier just to record two on like a Tuesday and then put them out rather than trying to break this shit up. Yeah, that's what I just did. Uh, I did. I got enough because I do like I talk to a non-comedian and then a comedian in every episode. So I'm doing okay. interviews like any day of the week. I'm just recording people whenever they're available. And once I had three of each, that's when I started putting episodes together and just put them as they come. That way I'm not behind the gun. And I don't have a deadline, so whenever I put yeah. an episode out, I know I still got enough to make four episodes. So I can just put out one a week and not really have to worry about getting one in time or having to do yeah. one by myself or some shit. And it's just like, I got all, like, this interview right here, yeah, this is like, you're like the seventh person I've talked to so far, but I've got three episodes out, so I'm, I'm good. Yeah, you sat for like a month. Yeah, so I just keep locking them in and... If I That's keep dope. doing it yeah. every week, I won't ever be behind. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> well, fucking A. At Rod for short for everything. At Rod for short. Twitter. Everything. Instagram. Um, <laughs> Narado Moore on Facebook. Yeah, that's that's where you find the kid. <laughs> That's where you find your boy at. Yeah. So are you changing? So you're changing the name. So you got to start a whole new set of podcasts from uh from the Van Chronicles. Joe Kelly's yeah. Van Chronicles is is that yeah. still up? Uh, it might be somewhere in the ether, <laughs> but as far as I know, no. Recesses of the internet. But I can, yeah, but I think I could still. I can still like reboot it or whatever. Yeah, you can put them up with this because at, at yeah. least the episodes with the with the trash boys. Cause yeah, that's the thing too is like have some of those maybe just for like 
back pocket shit. Yeah, that stuff was fun. When, when but also, this is like to it, fucking talk about sober October to, to getting beat up, getting his, getting his <laughs> getting ass <laughs> 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 It's such a real moment. That's what it was, it was so fun. <laughs> It's great TV. It's great radio. It's perfect. You can't let that die. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> <laughs> that's just how like, anticlimactic it was, too, for Lewis. He's just like, oh, that happens like all the time to everybody. <laughs> he got he real thought it was point. such a big deal. He was giving Josh so much shit. Before Wagner came out with it, he was giving him a lot of shit. Then he just got real, he turned real Oprah when yeah. he told him what was going yeah. on. Good old Mr. Rogers, Mr. Lewis <laughs> up in there. <laughs> That's right. Josh Lewis, he's a complete sweetheart. I love him. <laughs> what will make it, what will make you feel like, okay, doing another show? Um, there not being any COVID restrictions. Okay. That's the only thing that's going to make me feel good because our business is about spreading germs to each other. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're in enclosed spaces doing comedy. We're all speaking into the same microphone. We're all shaking hands, laughing, sharing weed pipes and joints. Like, but if that was like. Cars together and shit. Like, I can't. you, You can't social distance doing comedy. So. Once it's okay to not social distance, or at the very least, if a vaccine comes out and I can take that, that can pretty much give me a fucking, you know, knock my chances of catching this shit down to like 90%, then I'm yeah. safe going back out into the world. But until then, I refuse. What if like Alabama says it's okay? What if they're like, we're done? I, 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 everybody in this world knows better than to listen to Alabama. Okay. So, as a person was born and raised in Alabama, I damn sure know better. What if it's New Hampshire? <laughs> that better? I'm not listening to anybody. Vermont, maybe. I'm waiting on Dr. Fauci. When he says it's cool, I'm going out. I'm a Fauci fanatic. When he says I can go, yeah. I'm going out. <laughs> I listen. I, I, Ted, whenever Ted Nugent tells me it's okay, that's when I'll be. <laughs> That's what I know will be okay. The Nuge. Yeah. <laughs> right. And the old Hermit of Meek Hollow says, when the Hermit of Meek Hollow gives you medical advice, you listen. He'd have, he would have the best podcast ever. No, no, that's Todd Rundgren. It's <laughs> <laughs> not the Nuge, I'm sorry. No, he's like, he's the hunt master. When the beast master tells you it's safe to go out, you'll go out. <laughs> Nugent. <laughs> He's a wise man. He's <laughs> all about preserving life. <laughs> Unless he can hang on his wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a big part of it. <laughs> it's definitely a very big part of it. <laughs> We gotta take care of everything Unless It can be mounted in my den Yeah unless this will look pretty bitchin 
in my dining room. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you kill it and then watch, then you watch, let it watch you eat it, sort of thing. Sorry. He's great. He's just an honest person. <laughs> He's okay being a crazy guy. I'll listen to anybody. <laughs> He's like Gary Busey with musical skills. Yeah, and he shreds. Yeah, let's talk about his shredding. You want to talk about his shredding, dude? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> we're, about to go, we're about to go off the rails again. <laughs> Thank God everybody else is. <laughs> Why not join the fun? At least we're doing it in the safety of our own homes. Yeah, this is yeah contained, and, and nobody, contained madness. Hurt by our madness. We're nope. just having some fun, cracking some innocent, sweet jokes. Yeah, without hurting anybody. <laughs> Fucking no retweets here. That's for sure. <laughs> that's right. That's why we got to keep this shit three plus hours. Like you gonna have to work to cancel us because of this shit, motherfucker. You gonna have to. You gonna have to re-engineer this podcast to get us out of here because of the shit we said. <laughs> yeah, but people got nothing but time, though. At the same fucking time, people got nothing but time. <laughs> fucking people up from '97. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't they go after Jimmy Fallon not too long ago? Wasn't that a thing? Yeah. Didn't he do Chris Rock? He that did was. Chris Rock. He, he's the one everybody loves. Wow. But also, it's like, why? Like, isn't. Shouldn't SNL have some responsibility in that, too, at the same time, since the fact that they paid him to do that? Well, I mean. I, my but no one was like, was... SNL, you know, it was just. Well, I it's don't know. Like they kind of buried it themselves, but. My my take on that was, you know, it didn't it didn't offend me. I understand why people don't want him to do it, but I wasn't. I th I thought he wasn't making fun of Chris Rock, so it wasn't it wasn't that bad for me in the sense of he wasn't in blackface. You know, making Chris Rock look like a buffoon. He wasn't stupid yeah. him. It wasn't, it wasn't like a caricature. The only negative thing was that he was wearing blackface. So I yeah. get why you would be like, don't. But it was like, it was so long ago. It wasn't that big a deal. But I understand that I can't, I can't just see the world just through my own eyes. I can't let that, my experience doesn't shape the experience of everybody else. So I'm not mad at anybody who's offended by that. Sure, it's not my place to tell them not to be. I can only speak for myself, but I get I get people being upset about it. But obviously, you know, even the people who were upset about it didn't think it was a big deal, and it was more just trying to find a reason to pick with somebody. It was kind of like trolling. yeah, it was more trolling yeah. than actual outrage. Yeah, it's just, this people have nothing That's to why do. Nothing happened. That's what I think it was. Like, yeah, yeah, it died after twenty four hours. Like it wasn't that big a deal. So I get it, but. You know, be offended by it if you want. Uh, it, uh, Fallon apologized, said he wouldn't do it again. He hadn't done it in 20 years, I have a long it been. And it kind of just blew over. So it's it's cool. It's cool. 
Never again. That's that's something that's something you have to deal with a lot when you're like like me, like when you're a black person that's a comedian and you spend a lot of time around white comics, like they always come to you to find out if something that they want to say that has black people involved is offensive. And I always have to give them that disclaimer, like, listen, man, like, I just want you to know that I can't speak for all black people. So, although I'm not offended by that, I can't promise you that some other black person in the crowd won't beat the shit out of you after the show. Yeah. So don't, don't take me saying I'm not offended to mean black people won't be offended. And you can't use that in your defense that... Well, a black person told me that they thought it was cool. It was like that. Yeah, I can't speak for everybody, man. Yeah, it might make me laugh. I might not <laughs> think it's funny, but still won't be offended. But it's like you say that shit to somebody else, beat the shit out of you. You know, don't don't think I can save you from that. <laughs> what, I already I already I already ran this by a black guy, right? <laughs> so the fact that you guys are upset is outrageous. <laughs> Y'all fucking up. A black dude told me this joke was cool. It's like, listen, it don't work like that, buddy. <laughs> I cannot speak for black people. You might get fucked up, and, with my and that's also the thing where it's like, if you don't, if you don't say no, like immediately people won't listen, sort of thing <laughs> to what you're saying. So sort of like, he just said it was cool. He didn't say no, so I took that as it was cool. Yeah, yeah. I got you. Got to explain it to him. Because if you, yeah, cause I, want, cause I want you getting your ass beat for being perceived as racist. I want that to, for you to know that that's on you. Like, you didn't get your ass beat because I confused you by saying, no, nah, that's cool. No, nah, yeah. I got to make sure you know. When you go out on that stage and say this, you made that choice on your own, not because I told you it was okay. I let you know the deal so you get beat up because of this shit. You made that choice. I didn't set you up. I didn't get your ass beat. I told you you might get your ass beat. <laughs> so... You know, how much do you love the craft? You know, <laughs> you really, yeah. you really to get nose surgery. You really to get some rhinoplasty for comedy. <laughs> you really to go to the emergency room yeah. for the yucks. You gotta For earn my it. art, you gotta earn it. <laughs> like when I peed in that jug instead of going to the bathroom. How much do you love the craft? Sometimes you gotta bleed for your art. <laughs> Even if nobody, even if nobody gets it, <laughs> they'll get it later. They'll get it in like fifteen years. They'll understand what I was doing, and then I'll be one of the greats. It's not about everybody getting it. It's about you getting it out. <laughs> you got a song in your heart. You got to sing it. It doesn't matter if people like it or not. You got to sing it. <laughs> Take that blood splatter and use it to paint your next masterpiece. <laughs> to R, you gotta take them L's. <laughs> A lot of the time. <laughs> well, there you have it, folks. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the show. I hope you laughed. I hope you smiled. I hope you learned something. 
Hope it put you in a good mood. Or if you're already in a good mood, hope it put you in a better mood. Um, had a lot of fun. Big shout out to all my guests and telling some great stories. It's a real good time, man. Anyway, uh, you know, check back in with us soon. We'll have an all-new episode going. I want you to know I love you, and I, I hope you love yourself and, and love everybody else. The number to the National Suicide Hotline is 1-800-273-8255. The number to the Trans Lifeline is 1-877-565-8860. Hit them up if you if you need to talk about some things or something's troubling you. Hell, hit me up. I don't really sleep until the sun comes up like a vampire. So hit your boy up, man. If you got my number, call me. You know when you need to talk. Text me. Hit me up on Twitter. Hit me up on Facebook. Hit me up on Instagram. Whatever. You can email me at rodforshort at gmail.com. And if you, you're feeling generous, hit your boy with a donation on the Cash App. That's Cash Tag. Dollar Sign. Rod for short. R-O-D. Number 4. S-H-O-R-T. Hit me up on Venmo at Norado Moore. And uh, I think that'll do it, man. Holla at you.